Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. All right, what up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes ex extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. This episode is also brought to you by Take Action Apparel and Gear, the brainchild of actor Gabriel Silva, to stand up against bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you. You can visit by going to www.takeactiongear.com and purchasing some Something to support the cause. So this is episode 178. I got Red Boy of Red Boy Radio. T what, what, tell them what your real name is, man. My real name is Raymond Ware. Raymond Ware. Yes, sir. Now the funny yes, thing about it is I've seen that, but I'm so used to Red Boy yeah. and everything that you push and sell. That's all I know. Well, that's good because I'm actually it's me and File right now to legally be my name. That's so hey, right. good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. So we got Red Boy of Red Boy Radio in here, man. We appreciate you for being here today. I oh, appreciate you. Uh, Frank is in the background, man. Thanks again for coming. Chastity Artesi is here. Uh, we got the homie Jeremiah. The sh Chicago's on. Chi-town. Chi-town the building. All right. <laughs> I've been trying to get him in the studio for a minute, man, so I'm glad to have you in here. Everybody know Frank. You know, his kids on the carpet, his feet on the carpet when he had my apartment, like Frank Minicun of Black uh, Melanin Origins, man. So we yes, appreciate indeed. you for coming through again. Today is just for having me. This is all guys podcast. We had one, was it last year? Yes. We had one and everybody kept saying, hey, when y'all going to have another all guys <laughs> podcast? I wanted to do something different. You know, the last time we did it, we had like some gay guys there. We had oh, some yeah. other people. And everybody that. was kind of, yeah, and they was diving into that episode. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We'll get that again, you know, because I want somebody who's going to really dive into like talking about being gay. Mm. Like a lot of times I think we have misconceptions of, you know, who people are. So you got to get the real people to come through and talk. Yeah. All guys podcast. First question I have. To jump off and start this off, what is the most outlandish thing you've ever done for a woman? Now, this could be something great, like you buy her a gift, or it could be something like where you was just so in love with her, or <laughs> you just wasn't ready to get rid of the box, and you was like, I got to do something outlandish to keep this motherfucker here. Now, we speaking women when we was grown, or we talking teenagers, too? Cause I, let's oh, go. Man, let's right? let's start. Okay. Let's go. You know what? Yeah. Right now, I, I always tell people, I feel like you're officially grown at 25, because you can drink liquor, you can smoke, okay. you can get into a club. Let's start from 25 to now. Man, from 25 to now, I think the most probably craziest thing I've done but it ended up working out perfect for me was actually buy my first house. Mm -hmm. It was just supposed to be me. Uh. And the woman I was with right now, who's now my wife, did it to me, dog. So the <laughs> crazy thing I did was kill that house, lost some money yeah. just to go buy another one to for her to fit in. Mm. So she, I have some space for her. But it's so crazy because, that's, I'm, and yeah. that's a real thing, though, because yeah. I know when me and uh, Arteza first started talking, you know, she still has her house from when she was initially married. And I remember when I used to come over, I was like, if we ever continue this, I'm not going to live yeah, in this house. Because yeah. mm. as a man, yeah. you like, I want to start something new somewhere else. Yeah. We got to, I know you've been here, but you got to eat that, sell that shit or yeah. something, <laughs> yeah. and we can get something together. It go the other way around, too. I had a homeboy who was in that situation. His wife, unfortunately, passed away, mm. and he uh, you know, he got a new relationship. 
And of course, the house that they were living in, it was uh, the house that him and his wife lived yeah. in. So eventually, I mean, he had to get a new house. He had to get new cars. <laughs> Everything. Man. Ain't nobody trying to be Everything. there. Everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even I if you got that. a shirt, like if you, as a guy, if you have a shirt that <laughs> a girl that. used to wear that you know you can't wear, and they, and you know, ex, a new girlfriend sees it, you got to get rid of all of that shit. Of it, man. No holding on to <laughs> sentimental things. Nah. What you Pictures. done did, man? I know you done did something. <laughs> that, that, I tell this nigga all the time, it's deep voice. I know this nigga done maneuvered oh. somebody. <laughs> Finessed. Nah, I don't think I've done anything too crazy. The The most outlandish thing I think I've done is probably move in with a girl. Yeah? Yeah. And people think, and they'll probably hear that and say, how is that outlandish? Yeah. Nigga, that, I mean, if, yeah, you, yeah, if you ain't ready and if you don't want to yeah. do it, it it's, it's outlandish. It's it was... It was outlandish for me because I did it at 22. Oh, yeah. So I was oh, yeah, young, coming man. fresh out of grad school. Yeah. That's when I first moved, actually. Oh, so for I real? moved here. Wow. So you moved here and moved in with somebody? Yeah. yeah. So the girl I was dating I met while I was in grad school. Yeah. Found a job here, and then she just happened to be here, too, so it yeah. worked out. And mm-hmm. ended up moving in together, but uh, it only lasted about a year and a half after that. <laughs> I think that's the most outlandish thing I did, too. It's, I'm pretty sure it's probably something more outlandish I can't think right now, but yeah. to piggyback off him, that was the same thing. Like, when I moved to Dallas... I met a girl when I used to run down here all the time from Texarkana, and I mm-hmm. met this chick. Mm-hmm. And I always used to say I would never move for a girl. Now, I didn't move in with her, but I did move to Dallas for her. For her yeah. Now, we lasted about three years after the fact. But even after me and her broke up, like, I felt lost here. Because I was like, I'm not yeah, from here. This is the only came. person I, you know, I moved here for her. Yeah. I didn't really make a lot of friends because, you know, when you move to a new place, that's you spend time with the people that you know. Yeah. Right? The people that you know. If it's a girl, then... You know, that's yeah. that's the time you do. Yeah. Now, I have done some shit like I have said some shit to a girl like very <laughs> outlandish. Like if I think about some of the shit I've said, yeah. bro, that you don't even believe, bro. Yeah. I remember one time it was a girl like I proposed to this girl. She said no. I'm glad she said no. Like when you think in retrospect, I'm like, I'm so glad she said no. Because even when I did, that's the most outlandish thing I did. I proposed to somebody <laughs> that mm. I didn't want to marry, but right. I didn't want them to leave. That's what I did. I, yeah, now, I and that story. was around 24, 25. You know, it was yeah. like things were just going bad. And I was like, she was ready to go. And I was like, I'm not that emotional of a person. That's why she was leaving. But I was like, I'm not ready for her to go. Right. How do I keep her here? Walk Don't my ass in the Macy's in the mall. <laughs> Went and got me a That's ring for ring. a couple that grand. And brought it out there, too. And I thought I was supposed to finesse her, took out to eat. And I was like, yeah. And I proposed, like, it was like a silent thing. Yeah. But it was kind of like I just did it at the table. And she was just like. What she literally looked at me and was like, "What am I supposed to do with that?" Ooh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, well, "Fail." Yeah, I was like, "Well, this didn't work." So I was like, "Hold on." So I went to the bathroom, I rinsed my face out with some water, and I was like, "All right, so how are you gonna spit this shit now?" Yeah. So I came back out. We talking, you know. The night ended. It didn't end well, but it was like we weren't done yet. I that kind of gave me a couple of more weeks mm-hmm. to work something out. Now, okay. at the end of the day, she ended up leaving, and then we got into this big argument. You know, and she was like, oh, fuck you, nigga. I'm going to sell this ring and go to this nigga in Florida. <laughs> I was like, you bald head, bitch. I wish you. Like, you start. When somebody really hits the no, certain no, chords, no. I'm sure everybody's been in that situation where yeah. you're like, did this bitch just say mm-hmm. this to me? And Looking you say things like, that later you regret. And they know it, too. They yeah. know exactly what it We all know push buttons, man. Yeah, they're holding on to it, waiting for yeah. the right moment. Uh, <laughs> relationships is a difficult thing. Let's skip yeah. over some questions. Yeah. So, Frank is married. I am. Red boy, you're married. Yes. How long have you been married? Six years. And I know me and Jeremiah is just out here. Living <laughs> <laughs> life. Yeah. yeah. So between two married men, what is the thing that I guess I'll, I'll speak with Red because I know me and you have talked before. What is the thing that keeps you going? Like 
I know it. I know it. Maybe you haven't met this day, but mm-hmm. you know that day comes where you kind of like, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Should I continue on? Like, what keeps you married? Man, I tell you like this. I met that day probably ten times since I've been with this lady. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I think the thing that keeps me going is the the friendship. Yeah. You know, I kind of yeah. tell all my fellas that when we talk, man, I, I knew my wife for over 20 years before we actually uh-huh. started dating each other. She yeah. had been pre-married and on, on, on. But when we finally got together, I, I knew it was cool because we were cool. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I could sit up and talk shit to her, you know, Be you know make fun of her. she make fun of me. Can you look whatever. at other women's ass and say, girl, she got Ab- fat. Absolutely. Yes, that's absolutely. paramount. And she'd she be like, man, please, she all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she'll do the same thing. We watch yeah. the movies and she'll tell me, ooh, that dude right there. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Yeah. If you come over here, make sure you pay one month more. You know I mean, <laughs> shit, that's how we, I mean, it's got to be real. fun. Yeah, because yeah, we're gonna be, If we choose to be together for the rest of our lives, you, you have to. to have that because if you don't, you're going to suffocate the shit out of yourself. Oh, yeah, my God. Seriously. What do you do? What are your thoughts on open relationships? To each his own. Yeah. You know, we we not there and that if we ever go there. Yeah. We had a conversation about it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is, because we open them. We, yeah. We, we that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Thoroughly, you know? Uh, but I'm with TJ's own, because if that's what makes y'all happy, then then you like it, I love yeah. it. That's just yeah. what it is. Man, I, don't, I don't knock or judge anybody for whatever decision they make in their life. And if, if it works for them yeah. and it keeps them happy and keeps them together, then I'm all for that, man. Open relationship, Jeremiah. Can you do it? <laughs> nah. Nah, I don't think I could. I've thought about it. I've yeah. had conversations about it, but I don't really know that that's for me. I don't yeah. think people really think about the essence of an open relationship. Every, yeah. Like I've had the conversation and I was like, okay, if a, if let's just say you're in a relationship and you cheat, she doesn't know if you do your job, she'll never find out. Mm. Open relationship is her knowing that you're going to be with another woman. Mm. So the thing I've told people who think about it, and I was posed this question last week on the podcast and I said, I don't think people think about it. You want an open relationship. Let's just say that me and Artesia, she goes out, I know tonight is Tuesday. Maybe she got nights delegated. I've talked to people who have open <laughs> yeah, relationships, and they yeah. do because they like to know who and where yeah. and when, so they, they need to know. Mm-hmm. So if you got Tuesdays and Thursdays, let's just say Monday we had a great day. Tuesday is this nigga's day. You come home at 9 o'clock at night. You go take a shower before you get into bed. You're washing off dick. Mm-hmm. I know that, that you're washing off dick yeah. or his mouth being on you. You have to be strong enough to say, Thursday is coming and that's my day. <laughs> you got to be able to hold out to Thursday because to know that she coming and getting into bed with a smile on her face or whatever the case may be that you didn't give to her, that's an open relationship. Yeah. That's part. That's, that's, a, a that's, that's one dynamic to look at and be like, can I be okay with her coming and laying in the bed yeah. knowing that she's just been pleased by another person? And I wonder how open it would be because even with that, you have a conversation yes. with each other. Do you yeah. say, how would you not? Yeah, how'd it yeah. go? You know, I mean, how'd it go? Yeah. You know, are you like Charlemagne the guy? Or want, you be you like, want the real this, story? Yeah, is do you, his dick bigger than mine? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Is and then not big pics. Let me see. And if, it, if you gotta run that, you run that risk, and any, y'all can jump in at any time. Yeah. If you run the risk of like really. As a man, we don't talk about it, but our egos are frat. Oh, no question. Like the we Christmas movie, the dad mm-hmm. on the Christmas movie, mm-hmm. we're fragile. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fragile. <laughs> you know yeah. We fragile. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you have things that if she tells you the wrong thing, your ego is damaged. Mm-hmm. You might need to take another woman to repair that. Yeah. So I just want people, people who talk about open relationships, I think you got to really think about everything long term. Mm-hmm. Everything. What you asking for? Because I don't want to know that you're doing extra tricks outside of here, and you ain't that doing them here to me. Exactly. You lick balls that's there, but you ain't lick balls yeah. here. Mm-hmm. But that's but hold up, but isn't that like? I mean, if you're thinking about an open relationship, isn't that I guess kind of the benefit of it? Because if I have an open relationship, it's most likely like the person that I'm going to be with outside of my my wife. 
it's probably I'm gonna be with her because she's different. She should be doing something some, that okay. your wife wasn't doing. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean if I'm not, if you're not you know swallowing I mean? with me, I need to be with somebody who is. Right. Swallowing. I'm gonna right. go out there and get somebody who can swallow. Yeah. You know, that's that's a guarantee. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's kind of something that comes with the territory, man. Uh, I think. Yeah, I don't want to do to get at my wife. Right, but I'm I'm speaking like Ross about the ego part because yeah. if. You know, if you ain't doing that to me, I right. might be. Vice versa, we, exactly. The way we built. Oh, we gonna get upset. You yeah. gonna get upset. Yeah. Oh my, we'll I'd rather stop not doing those things. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't want to know either. Happen, yeah, if we don't yeah. do it, I don't want. Because I feel yeah. I'm, I'm like Jeremiah. If I agree to where I'm like, all right, cool, you go ahead and do it. I don't want to know no details. Yeah, yeah. none. And I just want to go do my thing. <laughs> and even when I got married or long relationship, I never asked about previous. Either. Nah, why don't, would you? Don't even fucking my head up. Why would just you? let it be? Because you did some shit too. Yeah, you know what I mean. We you, went don't want, the, you don't want everybody to know. <laughs> we went to the doctor the other day, and Artesia was with me. And I'm probably gonna need you if you got the hydrocodone. Are they in my bag? Okay, I need to get me like one of those now. I feel it in my ear. Okay. <laughs> but literally, we went to the doctor, and he was, you know, put a scope like he uh, numbed my nose and my throat with this spray, and he stuck a scope through my nostril down my esophagus like to just see what's going on with my sinuses so after he came out he's like I gotta ask you some personal questions because we need to find out is this a migraine uh, he was like a lot of people don't understand but they be having HPV and they can have it in their throat mm. from doing you know like oral sex and stuff like that mm. so he was like are you gay or been with another man I was like nah you know what I'm saying like I laughed at that I was like no. <laughs> another nigga a dick down my throat negative <laughs> nigga what no boy you must Hell. be crazy <laughs> so then he was like uh, he asked me some other questions so he was like well I may offend your wife you know and we didn't tell him we weren't married he's like so how many partners have you had and I said are we talking like Right now, yeah. we talking last six overall <laughs> last year when I was in my twenties. But see, the thing about it is, I don't know what numbers are high. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if y'all want to display those, but I told him I was like, I'm between, <clears throat> excuse me, fifty and sixty, and he's mm-hmm. like, okay. And to me, that's a good solid number. That's solid. That's solid. That gives me experience from a man's point. Yeah, of that's yeah. that's a good solid number. I was with homeboys when we was twenty two. Oh, yeah. They was like a hundred, one fifteen, yeah. and I'm like, nah. Yeah. I ain't trying to get in them cha- Will Chamberlain numbers. But I was just like, <laughs> 50, 60, like, I done got my dick sucked enough to where I know what I like. Yeah. You know, I've been with enough girls where if I know if I like little booties, big booties, breasts, mm-hmm. no breasts, flat stomach, stretch marks. Like, I've been there. Yeah. You know, and he just kind of laughed. And I was like, you can ask me whatever in front of her. Go, going back to what you say about being open in a relationship, yeah. I was like, we are very open on what we discuss. Mm-hmm. With that leading into something, uh, the next question is, <laughs> name a time or if it's ever been a time that you guys have felt uncomfortable during sex. With Thank you. Does it, oh, like, are we talking about with, with our significant others right now or just in every period? Uh, period. Well, I'll tell you one time. I, just, I had one experience. They got some word out there? <laughs> it, was a, uh, it was a young lady. We were in, okay, so we, we went to high school together. Mm-hmm. I was like a senior. She was a sophomore track chick. I mean, she was bad. But when, in my opinion, she was too young for me. You know what I mean? She's a sophomore, I'm a senior. That's uh, I'm, I'm with the seniors and the girls in college. Yeah. Uh, so okay. some years went by. Yeah. You know, some years went by. She grew up. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of reconnected because in my mind, I was like, well, that's a chapter that I never really closed. So let me go on and knock that out. Uh, but, you know, we were like five, six years down the road and she three kids out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And, and, and I'm still thinking, oh, that's the track girl. And <laughs> So you hadn't seen her to that point. I seen her, but I didn't see her. You oh, know what I mean? Mm. Like her, you know, I didn't really see her. Yeah, because women know how to tuck stuff away. Yes, mm. yes. Take them so, above the head selfies. Yeah, yeah. So when, when you know, when we got, in, when we finally got into it, man. Like it was just, it wasn't what I expected, and and I was very, very. That was like probably the one time, or maybe even the first time that I was really like disappointed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, damn, why am I here? I'm already in. Yeah. De- I mean, this robe. But people else. don't understand sex is di- <laughs> for dudes. Sex is different. 
Prime example. You fuck, let's just say you fuck a girl who's an eight. Like she's petite, you know, mm-hmm. Holly Berry size, Tiffany Haddish size. And then you may be intrigued by a woman that may be like a, a Queen Latifah size. Mm-hmm. You may be intrigued Thick. by her. Thicker than a snake. Mm-hmm. But then when you actually get with them or sleep with them, it's like, they smell different, and people don't. The smell, <laughs> it changes. You may not get yeah. 10 plus dick, yeah. like on the scale of one to 10. You may not get the good dick we got right. to have because when we saw you naked, it don't look the same as in clothes. Mm-hmm. It don't smell the same seven. as in you clothes. Get seven and a half. That's what I'm saying. You you may not even get that. Yeah. So people don't understand. <laughs> I don't think, and I really wanted to come here because a lot of times you watch stuff on TV and you don't really get the real insight of how men feel yeah. about women. But a lot of times it's like initially, like I love Jill Scott. I always I'm on wax saying Jill Scott could get it. Man, immediately. But yeah. if I saw Jill Scott naked and figured that she had tucked away a pouch and that she had been wearing a booty lifter or some spanks and I see her naked and all of that just spills over. Different ball game. Man, my Scott. mindset has changed. It don't even matter to me. I can't, Jill Scott, though. It's, it's, I'm, I'm well, going in. That's kind of like Oprah. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. Wait, but it's how, like, how kind of like Oprah? Explain that. But what yeah. I'm saying is like, I mean, she has a star power to her. Right. These regular bitches ain't got star <laughs> no, power. Right. So they so, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, you name, know what I'm saying? The name carries the weight. Exactly. Yeah. It carries the weight. At the end of the day, when the I walk away, I get to tell my boys. The name carries the weight? The weight. Exactly. Literally. That's the name of the podcast. The name carries the weight. That's so fucking true. So it's like, I think people got to understand, like, when we started, one of my most uncomfortable times during sex was my first time having sex. We didn't even get there. She was like, take your dick out. I was like, you take it out. It was kind of like a, a tug of war. I've never taken my dick out for a girl before. You take this motherfucker out. At that point in time, when a, when a girl has never seen your dick, you really don't know if your dick is considered big. Is it regular? Is it small? So my mom was like, take it out. Are you taking it out with two hands or one? Like, I need to see how you going to, you know, I need to know. I don't know. I want to see your eyes. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear the wow. Yeah. You need, so I was like, you take it out. I had another situation where I was getting ready to have sex with a girl. I don't know if she was a virgin, but I know she was really in the church. And she wasn't a virgin. When I got ready to have sex, like, literally, she stepped on my dick, like, on the bed, like, moving back. And it was like, as a guy, we all have skin. So, you know, if somebody step on your shit, it's going to roll your shit up. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? Stepped on your shit. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, man. But going back to the whole commitment thing, because you hear so many people talk about, like, all men are dogs, this and this and that. (laughs) I mean, we are. We all—I feel like we all have dog so tendencies, and I, and I mean. tell people that all the time. I be like, we all have dog tendencies. Yeah, it's just yeah. that we can keep it on the leash or not. Yeah, yeah. We all look at women that's and say, "I'd fuck." Like we don't look at women and be like, "I wonder how smart she is." It's a thing that attracts us to you aesthetically, mm-hmm. and no then first, yeah, and then we go from there. Mm-hmm. Do I think cheat, cheating is inevitable? And we could go around the table. Me personally, it's a yes or no. I think it depends on the type of dude you have. I've met guys who are literally so involved and caught up with one woman that they don't see nothing else. And then I see guys that they do love their wives, but they're like me. When they see another woman, they kind of like, she can get it. She can get it. And if you have that in my personality, in my opinion, if you have that mentality, if she can get it, she truly can get it. Meaning, depending on the situation or the setup, Mm -hmm. if you were with that woman, if it's a bad time at home, she literally can get it. Yeah. So do you think, cheat, uh, Red Boy, you think cheating is inevitable? Man, the struggle is real. I know I can tell you that. <laughs> hey, no, I, ain't, I, I, ain't been, I ain't been down that road yet, but it's it, the struggle is 
this motherfucker real. Yeah. Like, period. So, so as I sit here now, you ask me that question, I have to say yes. And how much? But that's just not for me. How much? I think it's on both sides because of the radio show. Oh. A lot. Yeah. And then before, I mean, it's because people think I like. I mean, they really think I got a name. They I'm think like, you rich. Yeah. They uh, assume that. They I assume that yeah. you are rich. They assume. They yeah. assume that you are like Charlemagne the guy. Because I tell yeah. you, people be thinking, and I'm be like, but. I just told Ortiz the other day, at some point, we got to wear this. Meaning, mm. if people think we are all of these things in the radio, them. you might as well act a fucking act part. Act like a success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then, sometimes that draws success to you. Yeah. No question. It's cheating inevitable, Jeremiah. You got a biblical name, so you got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is. Yeah. I don't think it's inevitable. Um, I, I had a moment for a while where I was, to the girl that I was dating when I first moved here, we had gotten to a point in our relationship where things weren't that weren't great yeah and there was another girl that was a friend of mine back home that was doing everything that i wasn't getting from the girl i was dating that's important you know what i mean and so that was tough for me because in the situation i felt like i wasn't cheating yeah but in hindsight and actually talking to other people about it and i'm saying just growing up a little bit i understood the difference but i don't I don't think cheating's inevitable. I think it's possible for you to stay engaged and involved in a relationship. I think it just depends on the amount of work that you're willing to put in to, to, to stay true. And Both you, sides. And like that's what communication I'm saying. kicks in again. Yeah, and doing needs and wants because <clears throat> I always say this. It was one time I was at a panel and this one girl said this, um, Montana Meacham. She's over after party radio here in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. And she said, if a nigga gonna take me off the market, then he damn sure better be giving me everything I need. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we really don't look at that in a relationship perspective, meaning, and it's it's work too, meaning if I date Beyonce mm-hmm. as a nigga, it's oh, more yeah. work to keep her happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I date a regular bitch, it's nothing. I've seen bitches be like, as long as a nigga got a car and a job, I'm cool. Straight. Mm-hmm. That's basic. It opens doors. It, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's basic. Yeah. But I think being open to doing the things that that person wants to do, they were talking about it on Man Cave too, where they were saying there are things that we want from significant others, but we won't voice them because we may feel like it's too much. Or mm-hmm. in sex, we may feel like we're a freak. Somebody may, you know, not to be funny, yeah. it's me and I hear saying, I, I don't care about getting my ass licked. Have you ever had your ass licked to say that you don't care? <laughs> right. I'm like Tank on this one. The shit has happened, no utensils, and it was an eye-opener. <laughs> so it's certain things I feel like that as men we don't talk about yeah. or it's taboo because we're black, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's gay. That's no, nigga. Mm-hmm. Amber Rose asked to lick my ass. You my want me on my belly or on my knees? <laughs> yeah. Do I need to put a, a pillow under my pelvic yeah. bone? How you want this? How you want this? Like How Kevin you want Campbell, me? Tell me what you want yeah. me to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously. So, but it's and that's the thing. You have such a great radio voice. Like I'm hearing him and I'm like, appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> See, but it's like one of them things. Like we got to get to a point to where are we really being honest with ourselves? A lot of marriages and relationships are not working because we're not being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like if Jeremiah goes into a relationship and he knows he likes a certain thing. Mm-hmm. We put up with certain shit at the beginning because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we're trying to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. But sometimes within the first month, we know this ain't where this I want to be. Mm-hmm. Not long term. And, and we try to keep changing yeah. and maneuvering yeah. ourselves. And it's like, if you got to change yourself to be this person, right. yeah. that probably ain't the person for you. And and mm-hmm. I'll say I'll say this, because um, I've had some situations. I know some people that have been in relationships for a long period of time, even marriages. And they didn't end up working. Yeah. And the reason why they didn't end up working wasn't because something new. It was because of something that was always there that was never mm. really addressed. Yeah. So just shout out to all the people out there yeah. in relationships. Make sure that you're, you're being open with your communication about the things that you need and things that you don't need. Because eventually, 
some things are going to come to a head yeah. and it's going to be something old that you just never address. Yeah, and I had to make sure I had that conversation before we even got married, yeah. even to the point like, hey, I, I'm look, I want to experience this. Yeah. And we talked about it. So instead of me going by myself, we did it together. Right? Yeah. And you got so everything you was know already this. out in the open before we even crossed that bridge. Yeah. By putting the rings on, we took care of everything yeah. we need to take care All of. of that. You cool? I'm cool. You ready to walk? You good? Let me good. Let's do it. We, everything's out. Our, I say it's everything out of our system, but it still builds up. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Do. But I we mean, made sure we were on the same level. Yeah. And everything was already out. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, too, I heard uh, on a podcast the other day, I can't remember. Maybe it was the bad and bougie one where uh, y'all was talking about uh, premarital counseling. Yeah. I think that that's important. It's so important. There's some things that are going to come out that that you're not going to get if you're not in counseling. Yeah. yeah. You know, between you and the person that you're trying to marry, y'all might talk about some things, but if you have a third party, just like the doctor, and that's what I was about to say. They're going to bring some things. Yeah. In. And it's better when a counselor does it because it's kind of like, not to be funny, if I tell Frank, hey, man, you shouldn't be eating this food. It's going to fuck your heart up or you're going to gain weight. He listened to me as a friend, but if he goes into the doctor and a, profe- a licensed yeah. professional tells him, mm-hmm. that's the Sound best thing. Better. I remember I went to counseling with Arteezy one time and um, we were working on some things and the counselor, it was things. I had told her I felt like she didn't cater to and I may be the way I said it because I know I can be brash she probably shaking her head because I can be brash <laughs> by delivery yeah. but I remember talking about it and she was like I know I don't do these things but it's just the way you say things I'm like okay but it was like when we went to counseling the counselor asked her certain questions and she answered honestly like she did with me and she like so why don't you do these things because in my mind I didn't think why you don't do them I just think hey you ain't doing this shit mm-hmm. you need to I didn't ask why knowing that something could have happened to her in her childhood or in her personal life mm-hmm. or in her previous relationship as to why she doesn't do it. So counseling is great because they're going to get to the root of things. Mm-hmm. They're going to ask something in one of these type of voices right. to where you don't feel offended, <laughs> feel nobody safe. feels threatened. Feel you know what I'm saying? And it's a safe place. Yeah. yeah. But it's those things that you have to ask. And and I know me and Jeremiah, he probably can attest to this. I haven't gotten married yet or moved in with nobody yet because – one or two, maybe three reasons. One, I'm scared. If we just be honest, I'm fucking scared. Yeah. To wake up every day with the same person every fucking day, same <laughs> pussy, same everything, every day. And when you're not living with somebody, when you get mad, you could just go to your separate corners or your apartments. Cool and you don't have to deal with that. I'm scared of having to walk into a room like I'm walking away from an argument and she walks into and you I can't make you leave. Yeah. <laughs> can't get away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Two, yeah. it's always more pussy you want. Yep. Let's just yeah. be honest. Keep so at some point you're like, I don't want to be that cheating guy, but then you don't want to be that old fool like on Martin when he was like old <laughs> yeah. fools was once young fools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be a young fool giving up good women and, you know, investing in things to be an old fool at 55 with a house by yourself. No kids, no woman that got your back and every mm-hmm. woman want what you got as opposed to actually wanting you. Mm-hmm. So how did you two guys get past the point of like your own fear to be like, you know what? She's worth it. For me personally, um, I was in the military for 20 years and I made sure the whole time I was in before I retired, I wasn't engaged. I didn't do nothing. I had fun. I did everything Ray wanted to do. And so by the time my wife came about, you know, again, like we talked about earlier, it's, it's the communication conversations that we had. You know what I mean? So again, I ain't trying to be soft or sound lame. That's my best friend. Yeah. Like really, we can sit here and just kick it. Like we kicking it now. Of course, we ain't gonna talk about all the fella stuff. <laughs> yeah. But we gonna talk, you know what I mean? And so after, after we, you know, dated for a while, because I believe we dated for like two years first, then we got engaged and that took another three years before I actually, you know what, are we ready? Are we truly ready? Yeah. And we still gonna be homies regardless, no matter what happens. We're gonna be homies. So, so now it's, it's easy for me to wake up because when I look over, yeah, I know you might say, oh, that's the same old woman. That's my homie next to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was easy. And then I got my little homeboy. Is he that's third, you know yeah. what I mean? So second that's it's that's how I feel about it's it. Easy. But yeah. I made sure I took care of that before 
beforehand because that is my home. Do you feel it like you got all your shit out? Yeah, I do, man, because I was I was in a relationship uh, for a few years. Somebody that I was with that I wasn't really supposed to be with tried to marry or try to make it perfect. I yeah. tried to do too much, yeah. and it didn't work. So then after we split up, then I was just out there. You know, yeah. I was out there for years. And and while in the process of being out there, I met I met my, my yeah, now wife, yeah. and and it was just different. You know what I mean? Like with her, it was just different. I was you know I had about three or four in a rotation because I ain't trying to be greedy, right? Yeah. Three or four, you know that's yeah, about right. That's good. That's but, civil. Yeah, when well, she got in there, <laughs> that's civil. Yeah, she got in there and blew the whole thing up, and yeah. and I didn't even I was like I felt it right away, but I was like, nah, I'm not gonna let this happen because I don't believe in all that love at first sight stuff. Yeah. So I I let it linger. We just kicked it for a whole year. You know, and then for me, the straw that broke the back was that I was going to Miami with the boys, mm-hmm. boys trip. She was going to Cancun with the girls, same time, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, we ain't going to be able to talk. We ain't going to be able to do, do nothing. nothing. If I'm in Miami with all these meter meters and these girls wearing bikinis and stuff like that, and this girl's still on my mind, mm-hmm. when we get back, I'm going to have to have a conversation go on, go on. with her. <laughs> and that's what happened, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, and she ain't never, she, the difference between her and the other chicks I was dealing with was they was always on that. What are we doing? Yeah. My wife never asked me that. Mm. Anything that we did, it was always. Let it flow. Yeah. Me saying, hey, listen, I think we need to be exclusive. I think we. Yeah. we, should, we it was you get, initiating yeah. it. No pressure. Mm-hmm. We went to premarital counseling before we even got engaged. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, why are we doing this? I was like, do you trust me? Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> what does it take what for up? you, you feel like, to get married? Do you, first of all, do you want to get married at some point? I do at some point. Okay. Um, thought about it at one time. So with the girl that I was dating when I first moved here, um, we had conversation kind of loosely just because we had been together for so long we had been together for three and a half almost four years yeah and then i was obviously we live we were living together we moved in together and it just seemed like that was the logical next step for us yeah right but we hadn't really had that conversation and so you could tell that from both all of our all of our friends on both sides and then our families as well that was kind of the expectation yeah <laughs> but yeah. again we hadn't had the conversation so it was like i'm not jumping into this damn thing without yeah talking through it and so we talked about it for a minute and didn't really get too deep into it because you could tell we weren't either of us were ready at the moment right and so it just so happened that right after we started to have that conversation is when we started to I feel like really look at each other (laughs) and really pay attention to what we were doing and how this was gonna be it was gonna be with us (laughs) living together and being at that level (laughs) you know what I'm saying in a relationship and for me, it was different because I felt like my eyes opened up. You know what yeah. I mean, I was looking at stuff that I hadn't really paid much attention to before. Yeah. And blindness came off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so you, blindness came off when you moved in? Yeah. Because okay. I mean, obviously it's different, man. We were in two different states for a while. And so it's it's nothing but love when you don't get to see anybody for, mm. you know, two, three, four months at a time. And you get oh, yeah. two, three days together. It's Your like, dick will swell up from yeah, the thought yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you coming in town? Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's blissful. You know, yeah. those couple days, yeah. those weeks, or whatever. But once you're with somebody every day, and you're getting up, and you're in that routine, um, you start to realize that there's a lot more involved, or at least I did. Yeah. And I guess the biggest thing for me was that it was cool. It was cool to a certain degree, but I guess I felt like I needed some more things that I wasn't getting for her again. Yeah. And she didn't really seem to understand where I was coming from. Yeah. Nor did she seem to want to do those things. Ain't it convenient though how it's always that extra girl around who's do, willing to do mm-hmm. the things always. that your girl and is don't not. Want el- anything else Don't want you, shit. Yeah, and that's that. what people, and you know, yeah. when I was younger, my mom used to always be like, they gonna want something else. I'm like, nah, I done had people suck dick for nothing. <laughs> I mean, Next I've done nothing. nothing. It brings them joy. <laughs> nothing. Right, they just want to make you happy. They just yeah. want to make you yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. But then you'd be like, is this the type of person I would marry and it still ain't the type of person you would fucking no. marry? Yeah. Nope. That's real. Yeah. How? What yeah. the? But they know they're not marriage material. Though. Exactly. Yeah, that's so they're gonna play that position. And that's, I, mean, I couldn't. <laughs> like you, said, that's the reality. 
They True. know that. They know that already. So yeah, you said you couldn't win? I like I like to get obviously what I want, but yeah. I don't want a woman that's just laid out. Yes, what I'm saying. You, know what I'm saying? Like, you I, want what you want, but you want a woman. You want it's to work? so hard. But that's why it's almost like polyamorous relationships are the way to go because it's like the only way you're gonna get the perfect woman is to have three or four exactly. of them to do the shit you mm, do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, and that's a lot of hold up. Just just my personal yeah. opinion. Um, you know, that's a lot of pressure for for a woman it to is. give me every everything that I want, or, or right. for me to look at one woman and say. Okay, you have to be my everything. I mean, that's a lot of pressure for what's both something that, ways. What's both something ways. that you want that's selfish? Like, it could be sexually, it could be whatever. Like, what's something that you feel like you want most of the time? I'm, I, I'll give you an example. Let me see if I can give you. I can definitely give you a sexual. Sometimes <laughs> I just want some head. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have sex. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to. I just want to be there and get my dick sucked with nothing else. Mm-hmm. I just want to enjoy the feeling <laughs> of a mouth on me. Mm. Reaching total completion. Right. A lot of people don't want female that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A female. Thank yeah. you, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Good, 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 put yeah. <laughs> good put back. Yeah. Good put back. But it's things that you want. Sometimes it's like when I'm watching TV, like a, something more simple. Like sometimes I just want to watch TV without being bothered. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to mm-hmm. talk to me, say nothing to me. Sometimes I'm bothered if you speak while I'm watching TV. <laughs> yeah. So we all, I feel like we all have those selfish yeah. things. If you really yeah. think in deep, like, what do you really, what are you selfish with? What are you selfish for? And yeah. for me, I'm selfish for time and I'm selfish yeah. for um, time and satisfaction. Yeah. My biggest thing is time too, because, you know, I'm married. I got two kids. And uh, with that, obviously comes a high, high level of commitment because I also have business. I also got a job and all these yeah. things. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we only get 24 hours. So kind of picking and choosing that time to just, kind of take off all the coats and the hats. Yep. That's that's the thing that I value the most is just being able to unzip all the dad suit, the husband suit, mm-hmm. the the employee suit, business owner suit and just be the franchise as I But imagine it. doing but imagine <laughs> you know imagine taking off all those jackets and yeah. hats and sitting on the couch and getting ahead that you ain't got to do nothing. Back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 bliss. heaven, brother. That's the bliss. Yeah. But you know how I many how hard it is to find a woman who would just do that? Yeah. I mean, you can find some cuz I found plenty. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that woman still ever the woman that you want to marry or be right. with, though? That's you see what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's the right. thing. Yeah. How do you find that from the person that you could that would? I've had, and this will lead us into the white girl conversation. Mm-hmm. I have many of white girls mm-hmm. on their knees doing things to please mm-hmm. you, and they want nothing from you. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me. I'm sorry. Black women probably going to get on me. It's hard for me to sit up and talk shit about white women on TV when people are like, ah, oh, these white bitches, I'd be like, if all these niggas are saying this, it's some truth to it. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't just that they, I got to tell people all the time, they're not better than black women. Mm-hmm. But it is a couple of things that they're willing to do that it seems that it's hard to find for black men to find black women that will do. Mm-hmm. Without question. <laughs> so going around yeah. the room, and we can start with you because so you, you like you was about to inhale yeah, and I, say I, something. I, I, so he got, a, he got a word. Exper- I Go ahead. I don't know that you can't find black women to do the things that white women will do. No, you can't. No, I said, I don't think that that's the issue. I think, or at least from my experience, yeah. is that you can't, or at least I haven't. Let me not say you can't. Yeah. I'm generalized. But I have not found black women to do it at the frequency or as willingly mm. as white women. And enjoy will. it. Yeah. I literally, today, if I called this one white girl, I know it's a couple of them, but it's one in particular that comes to mind because she did things that I will never forget her. Yeah. <laughs> That if I called her now, right now, and I said I want to see you on Wednesday, I missed the throat. 
You could talk like a white girl. You could talk to a white girl like that. I miss your throat. They'd be like, oh, I'll be there. Oh, that good old throat coat. You, what black... A black woman, you miss my throat. I mean, do you miss anything else? I'm more than just my throat. Okay, mm-hmm. with this feminist, fascist bullshit in 28. Mm-hmm. We get it. We we see y'all as equal. What that mouth do? <laughs> what that mouth do? <laughs> we eating the pussy and getting chicken grease on our face. And y'all All have, bed shout out to the homie, yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to the homie Naj. Women got stenches. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle was so mad. She was like, aroma, nigga. Yeah, aroma. right, right, right. Yeah, say it right. Get it right. But it's like, we got shit we got to deal with. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I think with all of this, you know, Me Too moving, and I agree all this shit is wrong, right. mm-hmm. but sometimes the good brothers are being left behind or sweeped in with the bad niggas, and it's like, can we get some of the shit that we want without being lumped into, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of this shit with the rest of these no-for-nothing niggas? Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question about that, though. Let me ask you a question. So with these white girls that'll be willing to do just about anything, mm-hmm. can you see yourself in in a long-term situationship with them that's just exclusive between you and them, like a like a partnership, like a marriage, like a relationship. Can you see that? If she's attractive enough, open-minded enough, and if I truly fell for her, mm-hmm. I could. But my choice at the end of the day all the time is black women. I right. want a yeah. baby that looks as dark as all of us in this room. Right. Yeah. I want a man that looks like me so I can teach him all the things that my father didn't teach me. Yeah. Like, I ain't saying I can't have a light-skinned son. I'm just saying... <laughs> Appreciate I prefer, that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I prefer, this is what I prefer. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if love conquers and I right. find a white I woman agree. that really understands me, meets mm-hmm. those sexual needs, meets those domesticated needs, meets those needs that I have, period. And like I said, I don't want a white woman that acts black. I want a Becky or mm. a, 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 or a valley, Sarah. A valley girl. Or, yeah. yeah, a girl who is who she is. Not yeah. trying to be black and impress me. Just yeah. be smart and educated enough to where if I have the conversation about racial inequalities and stereotypes and injustices for my people, mm-hmm. you may not fully understand it, but try to grasp that reality. Yeah. 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 Because even as a black man, and you need to try to understand them too. Mm-hmm. And I say that all the time. Like, so many times we are on white people, but all white people aren't bad. Right. So imagine, like I just said about black men not wanting to be lumped in. You don't think some of these white people who are allies mm-hmm. don't want to be lumped in, but we don't see allies when we see white people. When shit like what's going on in Sacramento happens, we just see another motherfucking white person mm-hmm. or cop right. killed somebody and they okay with this shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm with you when you say they got she got to be with you and, and understand you because that is the biggest portion yeah. for me. If I was still single right now and I actually bumped into somebody that I really was digging, yeah, but we can't have a conversation about what happened in Sacramento without getting into an without argument. Without being mad or yeah, saying they're pulling a race enough, card, yeah, pull the race card. Then, yeah, then, then I know you can't she, do it. Yeah, can't do it because you got at least. I'll listen to everything you say. And I'm open to listen to the other side all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you can't hear my side and understand my pain yeah. from it, no, nah, we'll never be able to work. Now, out. I do think white women need to stay in their place in reference to, like, you've seen certain videos where white people on, white women are on social media saying, this is why black women can't get a black man. Yeah, that stay booze. in your yeah, place. That right there is irritating. Hey, yeah. little bitty bitch. Yeah. Stay yeah. in your place. You're doing too yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, white yeah. black women don't know how to sniper, but they can learn in an hour <laughs> to make sure they get rid of your ass. Yeah, they're resourceful. Yeah, you yeah. gotta yeah. mind your words, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So you don't get to speak out and say what black women don't do mm-hmm. and some of the niggas some of the black dudes need to watch how they say things because some of these black dudes give they allow the door to be open to black bash black women mm-hmm. when we say uh, what no they question. don't do and that's why i said white women aren't better than black women yeah. mm-hmm. but i think if we start communicating more and if men start being intentional about what it is that they want yeah. maybe if you do what you need to do that woman will do that 
But yeah. like Jeremiah said, it goes back to it's like it's just not you don't have to work as hard for a white woman to do the things that you want. If they fuck mm-hmm. with you and they like mm-hmm. you, have What's you ever it? had a bl- bad experience with a white woman? Uh, no, but I haven't had a lot of them. Have you ever had a bad experience with a white woman? Yeah. Have you ever had a bad? Never. I've never either. No. I just th- never dated them or went with them because of my loyalty to yeah, black women. Yeah, right. So eventually yeah. I leave and come back. Yeah, it was never right. prolonged. It was never yeah. prolonged. Yeah. Right. But see, this is the thing. But the, And that's the thing, though. And it just is my opinion. I feel like there's a, a see, if you talk about sexual freedom or whatever, yeah. like if you're dealing with a white girl in a, in today's society, it's most likely that if, if we're going to be doing that, then that's what it's going to be. It's yeah. probably not going to escalate into a relationship. Yeah. So if I had a, that kind of relate, like in the past, if I had that kind of relationship with black women, mm-hmm. then the sexual freedom is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that when, when women look at you as a potential partner, they get a little nervous about showing you that freak. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And eventually maybe it gets there. Maybe it's not only maybe because of stereotype, maybe societal expectations and yeah. all that. A, a woman is not supposed to do this and all that. Yeah. But I think that that's part of it. And that's what creeps into Maybe you know some of the the suppressive actions sexually of black women. I just feel in like my we, experience, I just feel like we got to get away from it. Though, no question, because no question. we're losing love and relationships amongst each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and I tell people all the time, like, man, it's just I don't have nothing to say bad about nobody. But at the end of the day, if people want to stop losing, it's just like if we have you know we look at black businesses and we say, well, how can we be? better or get to this magnitude of having our own black owned business mm-hmm. first of all we got to communicate with each other mm-hmm. we got to stop hating on each other we got to stop Hold blackballing each other yeah. holding ourselves accountable yeah. and when business is business let's like do business with me like you would do with a white person exactly. for whatever yeah. reason don't we don't never want to disappoint yeah. a white person we change Ooh. our voice our Bruh. clothes we change everything mm. but when it comes to niggas <laughs> we late we dress whatever yeah. we do whatever mm-hmm. and it's like can I get that yeah, same, no, same level aspect. of professionalism mm-hmm. for this black business for your black ass yeah <laughs> yeah i don't understand that's that. not asking too much and, it's don't, not. and don't ask for a fucking discount either man. my nah. nigga i mean really we'll hook we'll go everything we'll go spend so much money on them or any other benefit yeah. when you when your boys say hey bro i need that what can i right. get this can i get that yeah. first get it. Can I we get always it? want something in return for one another yeah. but we'll easily spend the money somewhere and then we yeah. never making no motherfucking money nothing or we'll go and to we a place build. or yeah. we'll go to a place and we'll 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 buy one of the most expensive things in a white store and not to be mm. funny, knowing we really can't afford it. But mm. we don't want to look like we can't. Mm. So niggas have purchased. I've done that in my young age. Mm. And I'll be like, oh, let me you go ahead and do have. it. Yeah. We, I, we told the thing <laughs> when, we was in, when we was in D.C., we was eating at this restaurant. And we was at the bar in D.C. and a roach came across the counter. <laughs> These are things that as a white person you'll never understand. She tapped me and she was like, look. And I just thumped it. <laughs> Look, it's a roach. Yeah, but I thumped it. But I didn't want to say, look, it's a roach, because I was like, I told her, I said, these white folks are probably going to be like, well, y'all brought it in yeah, here. Because it's unfortunate, but we're viewed at, in a certain way. I'm like, yeah. what the manager at? Yeah. That shit free. It give me something to go. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, you know, it's just certain things, you know what I'm saying, though. As a yeah, black no, person, there's certain ways we yeah. have to yeah. think or maneuver to not be seen right. as what they say we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like drinking What's a uh, watermelon flavored Arizona. Like you can't go in a white store. This and buy is what that I, shit. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, none of this shit. I'm not eating chicken in front of them. I ain't drinking Kool Aid. I ain't none of that. I went to a house party. It was black dudes, and they was they had a. You know what I'm talking about? They had a. What was that? It was a celebration. Was it for Black History Month? Juneteenth. Mm. And it was like chick watermelon chicken, and I was like, I'm not eating this bullshit. Like I understand the joke yeah. behind it, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm not That's eating this shit. Nah. I'm not doing this. If don't if we don't want nobody else making fun of us, why the fuck are you gonna do something? Make fun. Yeah, I know yeah. it laughing at certain things, but hey. yeah, but yeah, and that's, that's another conversation because if you look and dig and deep about watermelon, how healthy it is for us, mm-hmm. it might be it might look different. 
Well, that's the thing too. We so brainwashed yeah, thinking, in a different way. I might not want to do this because I'm be making fun of. Oh, I'm stereotyping myself. Yeah, yeah. And they love yeah. watermelon too. Yeah. I, white folks love everything that they crack jokes about us. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they want to be us. They got more motherfucking chick. They love chicken. It makes me think about. I, got a whole I, farm. I, I, I can't yeah. stop thinking about. I let her watch Cat Williams the other day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which one? The one where he was talking guy? about the. He was like, I don't trust that Popeyes bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah. this bitch said ghost pepper chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit, bro. Yeah. If you have not seen the Cat yeah. Williams special, you gotta watch it. Watch it's supposed to be here today too, I think. Who Cat Williams? Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah, he'll be here he tonight. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Do you think platonic relationships between male and female can actually work? You can be a friend with a woman that's attractive. And you not fuck them, want nothing from them. Yes, yeah. I, I think I think it's a it's a certain maturity level you have to have in order to do that. Like mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it, like for me, I didn't believe it at first. Like when I was a little younger, yeah, uh, because I was trying to blaze everything that was fine. But um, mm-hmm. as I got older, I was like, you know, it was like a challenge. Like, can is that what? Can you really be what you saying you're trying to be? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or are you just trying to you know wait until she you know find her in a weak moment and slide up in her. Um, so it was more of a challenge to me, and, and some and I'm thorough, saying, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying some <laughs> women, <laughs> personally, women have they're great friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're yeah. great. They really I mean, are great right. friends. Why you think gay guys and women like mm-hmm. shit? Yeah, they're great. It's friends. It's perfect. So, yeah, yeah. So it's a challenge, but uh, and it's difficult, but it's not impossible. I think it's yeah. more so on the women, though. No, I definitely yeah. think it's doable. I mean, one of my really best friends, one of my best friends, my oldest friends, um, I've known since I was like nine or ten. Yeah, never dated it, never thought about it. Thought never crossed my mind. Like, but have y'all ever had sexual conversations? Uh, we have, yeah. and that's the thing so like, too. I, and that's another reason I don't. I feel like I personally could never date her, do yeah. anything physically like that with her because I know too much about her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. we've shared shit that she ain't told nobody else, yeah. mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. So I, we not even crossing that line. Yeah, it's like brother sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and not, yeah, and, I, and I've had that. I mean, I think it's uh, it could work because, and I hate to say this because fellas. Sometimes you got your boys yeah. that you want to talk to, but if you tell them a little bit too much, they're like, man, they plot, they, they, no, but they plotting to go behind your back. And oh, and get your shit. Yeah, get your shit. Most definitely. You talk to another woman who's mature, who got her own shit, yeah. and y'all can talk about whatever, and, and there is nothing there. That, that's cool to me. Because I, I, I have a couple of them because they just, yeah. they open mm-hmm. to it, and I get to talk. Hey, let me prick your brain a little bit. She's We've talked about it. She. She a little antsy about it, but you I told the same thing. It. It, I, I don't overdo it. I don't, it's like like the mother can't, can't call me any time of the night. Yeah, no, we we don't talk yeah. outside that. We'll talk maybe at work or yeah. we see each other out or whatever. But she can't call, text, none of that shit. Yeah. we we don't do that. Yeah. And the same thing where I told you, you know, it's okay if you have a, a male friend as long as they respect our home. I'm yeah. good with that. I, I think, and like you said, I think that's the biggest thing is respecting the boundaries that are set yeah. within the yeah. relationship. Right. Now, the reason I asked that too is because I've been in a situation where I've had. I have good female friends. And then you do have the ones, I know y'all all done had a female where it's like, you're friends, but it's like, those boundaries start to switch on the girl's part. Mm-hmm. You start being too cool, and mm-hmm. it's like, you cool with them, but it's like, they start to kind of go out of their way, and I'm like, I don't need you to drive 30 miles to go give me no juice. Yeah. Yeah. If the shit ain't at the store, you don't gotta go to, like, yeah. and that's the things you gotta start watching in a platonic yeah. relationship. If they, if, you say, if they say they coming over to kick it, and they, hey, bring me a juice. And it's and it's a it's a you know corner store mm-hmm. and they go and they be like oh it ain't one here I'm gonna go where I'm like nah, nah. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. okay you just come on over here because yeah. when you start going out of your you way that's you when it's like mm-hmm. okay I need to reanalyze I need to reevaluate this shit yeah. because something is shifting here right mm-hmm. you know the best way to do it though I, I got this little litmus test that I have and it's uh, if I have somebody who is a female who's saying that she's a friend and all that what I do is talk to her about other chicks and see how she react. 
That's how you're going to find yeah, out how they really feel about you. <laughs> oh, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. Another woman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talk about somebody else you with or somebody you eyeing or whatever. Yeah. That reaction yeah. is going to tell you what her intentions are. And you, and you know what's funny, too, with my <laughs> wife? She, she's cool with that whole scenario we talked about, but only if she don't think the girl is fine. Oh, yeah. I just thought about that. If that yeah. girl finds herself, she it don't matter. Yeah. And see, that's the danger, I, and that's the quick. danger I've yeah. had in most of my relationships because the women that I'm cool with are attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like the women I'm cool with are attractive, and it's like most people see and they be like, I, mean, I haven't even had homeboys. They be like, you ain't never fucked her. I'm like, never yeah. fucked her in my life. Yeah, and niggas be like, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> and it's like, bro, I be like, I just don't, don't see her like that. She got a fat ass. I remember I was dating this girl. And I had told her about my homegirl. My homegirl got three kids. And I was like, yeah, I got a homegirl, three kids. She's coming over. So in her mind, I'm giving y'all some insight before I tell you whatever. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, she's thinking three kids. She fat and whatever, whatever. <laughs> so I remember she came over after this gala one day. And she came to my house. And I was like, hey, babe, this is so-and-so and so-and-so. She's like, oh. And I could tell on her face, like, oh, <laughs> so this is her. And, like, my homegirl kind of noticed it, too. So she got up and she's like, well, it was nice to meet you. I was getting ready to go. Anthony, it was good seeing you. I'll see you the next time. So when she left, my girl was like, I didn't know she was that pretty. And I was like, you was expecting her to be fat and sloppy because she got three kids, you know? So not all black women just pop kids out and don't do shit else. You know what I'm saying? Some of them, they do go back to the gym like other women do and keep that shit nice and tight. I think that's the threat, though. Yeah, Yeah, it is. And niggas, like, I don't know about other dudes, but, like, for me, I don't care if a girl I'm dating has a guy friend. You know what I'm saying? No, I literally no, don't care. It. But it get yeah. it, again, it's the parameters of yeah. how he's moving. Yeah, yeah. You know, is he calling late at night? Is he mm-hmm. sending yeah, so disrespectful disrespect, texts? Yeah, you yeah. disrespected me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta get you gotta get mm-hmm. checked on that. And a lot of times the females won't necessarily recognize that. Yeah. We will recognize it. Yeah. But they won't, just like on the other way around. Yeah, so that's what I say it goes both ways. Yeah, the females will recognize some shit that a female friend is doing. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, yo, that's that's kind of shady. Yeah. yeah. You know? And if the girl, uh, like, oh, my wife, she, if she finds a girl unattractive, it's how she always responds. Oh, she's so cool. Yeah. yeah. But if she finds, she's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. So where she work at now? Yeah. She work right next to you? Yeah. On the other building. You know what I mean? <laughs> how long you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got those questions yeah. that really start to come right. in. Right. You know, that's how I know she think the girl pretty. If yeah. not, she'd be like, oh, she is so cool. You ought to invite her over next time. We have right. game night. They ain't you know inviting no yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the fine one? Nah. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Well, how you know how long you been on? And the biggest <laughs> problem is if, if you've been with a girl for five years and you only been knowing that new friend two years. Mm-hmm. Oh, you met her since we've been cool? Oh. How y'all friends? Because yeah, see, after yeah, 30 man. years old, after 30 and 35 years old, every woman you meet, I still think platonic relationships can happen. Mm-hmm. But you do got to be more mindful because at this age and you're meeting yeah. new women and you ain't married, then they kind of like, well, he's cool. You know, you may be getting vetted and you don't even know. <laughs> oh, no, we are always getting <laughs> You know what I'm saying? All the time. I'm vetting their ass too. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. We're about to get ready to wrap it up. Uh, Frank, what would you tell people? Like, what would you say? Because I people, so many people talk negatively about marriage mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, I would, don't ever get married. Don't ever have kids. Mm-hmm. What would be somebody who wants to get married or for the young brothers out there? What's the benefit of getting married outside of it being a business and your bills would be cut in half? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I think it's just nation. I mean, nation building as far as I'm concerned. I'm thinking about next generations and I'm thinking yeah. about the, the perception of, of black people and, and not coming together and not. Um, uh, you know, expanding the family. You know what I'm saying? Expanding yeah. the generation. I'm not. I'm not thinking about what's happening today. I'm thinking about a better tomorrow. Yeah. And in order to do that, we have to have this unit intact. True. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, so that's to me, that's the benefit of it. And when I'm with my wife, and it's funny because we talk about it, 
And I tell her, because she, she brown skin too. And I tell her when we go places, people be looking at us funny. <laughs> <laughs> because they're not, you know, used, depending on where you're going, you're not yeah. used to seeing like, you know, black couples. You're used to seeing like interracial couples. You are? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's my thing. You know, I really, I'm, I'm proud of my my relationship. You know what I'm saying? And I want I want my kids to see a healthy relationship you know people uh husband and wife together yeah. so that become the norm for them and as they, they get older and continue to you know what i'm saying duplicate the process yeah. well why i feel like i want to step out and just like i'm sweating i feel like sweat bees. <laughs> raymond what would yeah. you tell people like what's the incentive of being married outside of like i said bills being split food and brother you are so You're nice my, man. My, my i guess my my motivation for it all is is i got married with frank said about the whole you know Building those nations because mm-hmm. that's very very important. Because right now, if it was if they had their way, we'd be start we'd be, becoming yeah. extinct. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's part of it. And the other half, of course, for me, which is again, like I said earlier, as far as communication, that's my home girl. Yeah. So I always want to hang out with her. You know what I mean? Now I don't have to ask her to come over. She's right next yeah, to me. Next you know what I'm saying? Another room. And the other part, of course, is the the way I grew up, not having, and I think we talked about it a little yeah. bit on on social media, never having a dad in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my mom was barely there as well. So now when I wake up in the morning and I see my son, it's like it blows every single day. It blows my motherfucking mind that yeah. he will never know what it is to not have, have a, a dad. Not only does he have me, he gets to see his mama every damn every day. day. So he'll know exactly what it is. So get, guess what I'm teaching him? Keep growing that nation. Yeah. Right. When you get older, yeah. you see what this Same shit look like. Yeah. Keep it moving and pass it on to your kids as well. Because this is my only one. I'm not having any other one. So nah. thank God yeah. he gave me a son. But I know? think that's also what happens when we go back to even talking about the interracial dating and white women doing certain things. Most of them is proven that white marriages last longer than black marriages. Mm. So it's like a man is able to teach his son this. A woman is able to teach her daughter this. Mm-hmm. They also see their parents kissing on each other, loving on each other. Mm-hmm. We don't see Grabbing that. Grabbing you know, yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah. and it's like for us, it's like being, like with my mother raising us, you raise, like being in single parent homes, sometimes the son is being raised to be a man. Yes. Yeah. The woman is also being raised to yeah. be damn near a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we get together, we're button heads because we're two leaders mm-hmm. and two, nobody knows how to follow or be submissive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like a woman is telling you, don't yeah. be out here sucking everybody's dick and do, and like all these negative connotations are tied to sex that are tied to men using you, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So you never let a man get that close. Yeah. And then if you do let a man get that close and you do all these freaky things and it don't work out for you, you never do it again. Yep. So every nigga is paying for everything that the first guy did. Yeah. So it really starts with the niggas in this room, right? Mm-hmm. Black men, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Raising our families, treating the women the way they should be right. treated. To where, not to be funny, I don't really know a black woman that if you treat her right and you do the things that you need to do, that won't pour back into you or no give question. you your heart's desires sexually. If yeah. they don't, then it may be something that they need to work through. Yeah. It doesn't make them a bad person because some people are just more sexual than others. But then you got to determine. What you can deal with. I think mm-hmm. that's when it gets to the point. I'm sure both of you ran into that when you got married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this. I don't like this. But do the good outweigh the bad? And can yes. I deal with this? Mm-hmm. Can I deal? The only with fucked up part about mm-hmm. it is sex is a big thing to say. Can I not go without this? Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. That's a tough thing. It's real tough. I mean, yeah. so, <laughs> now, let me say something real quick too. Like, we got five minutes. You good? Okay. Don't don't get caught up. I'm talking to the fellas out there. Yeah. Don't get caught up in the the whole storybook love thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right. Shit right. Is not real. <laughs> love, love ain't gonna uh, love. You ain't gonna yeah. love them all the, the time. Hugs nah, but but you got but yeah. you gotta like them though. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if yeah. you like them and they're your best friend yeah. and you think they cool, 
then that relationship is going to last, which is why female friends last longer sometimes very true. <laughs> than relationships. Yeah. Very true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So very true. just keep that in mind. Last question before I let you guys shoot out your handles. How do you feel like, what do you think we can do to better like black brotherhood? And what I mean by that is, We'll leave this room, not saying us per se, but mm-hmm. so many times we'll walk out of this room and we'll never contact each other again. Mm-hmm. We'll never grab a beer. We'll never hang out. Um, I owe Jeremiah and I love Jeremiah, man, but he always reaches out to me. Yeah. And maybe it's an up north thing or a different upbringing, but I even tell Artesia, I've been sick lately and you mm-hmm. know, but um, I told him, I told her, I said, and, and you can mark my words, I said, I got to do better with him. I said, mm-hmm. this dude calls me all the time. I always want to hang out mm-hmm. and I, I never make it. Now, one of the things is the age gap, because how old are you? 28. And I'm 35. So it's certain things he wants to do is later. And I'm like, my ass is old. Yeah, he don't get out till like <laughs> 2 o'clock. Yeah, before. and I'd be like, I'm tired. Yeah. But like I told her, I said, I do want to start doing better to show him. Like, because I like when I say I love Jeremiah, I, I truly do. Yeah. And I don't mean like I love him because... Like, I only been knowing you like two years, but yeah. I was like, he's consistent. Yeah. He has a good head on his shoulder. He's fucking supportive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I've been in situations like right now, I won't go do deep in it, but like, my brother hates my guts. My brother. Mm. So it's yeah. like, when you got people who are not your brother, that still mm-hmm. love you and they know certain things about you and they still accept you, mm-hmm. if you don't love them, you're a fucking fool. Mm-hmm. I love Frank because how many, two or three years? It Same. Been that long. It ain't? <laughs> nah. It's been two, right? <laughs> it just seemed like it. It ain't been two years? Wow. Maybe it's been a year. If so. I was a girl, I'd be saying this nigga got some good dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, but Frank is yeah, a we good... Gonna, we gonna edit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Frank is a good guy to where he's been the same way, very yeah. supportive. Me and you met from Fishbowl, and we just kept in contact. Yeah. You know, you always give me shout-out and support when I'm doing the same, you know, vice yeah. versa. So I think the biggest thing that I would tell brothers, if we could do anything, man, more conversations like this need to yes, happen. no question. Uh, call up your brother, get a beer. Call yeah. up your homeboy, check on him. And mm-hmm. the thing that I want to tell people is you don't always have to agree on the same things. Nah. If y'all don't agree, it's that don't mean you should you hate each other. I don't even want to agree with I don't, everything. That's I'm what I'm saying. I'm How are you learning if it's no disagreement? Yeah. Growing, right. So yeah, right. where can they find you at, Red, on social? All right. All, all social media, y'all can find me at the Red Boy Radio Show. Uh, Red Boy is spelled R-E-D-B-O-I, and radio is spelled R-A-Y-D-I-O, the Red Boy Radio Show. And what platforms are you on platform on on air media on air media yeah on air media dot com all right and where can they uh, Frank tell them about you and your handle I mean I know this nigga Facebook Facebook <laughs> gotta let this nigga back in let your boy back oh, in oh damn <laughs> but you, you can find the, you can find the company though Melanin Origins on all social media um, sites at Melanin Origins you can find me on Instagram at Black Ghost underscore oh wait black okay yeah yeah, yeah. underscore g <laughs> 75 st 75 that's a shame you that i know this nigga, much. Yeah, you know like you this nigga been on here so yeah, much yes yeah, sir and jeremiah where can i find you at on social media uh instagram and twitter is jeremiah tx27 and facebook is just my and you are uh, what do you what is it that you do? So I work for the Black Chamber of Commerce in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of uh, philanthropic stuff, uh, philanthropic stuff here in Dallas. Um, you do volleyball coach. You know, yeah. you can trust this nigga with your daughters. Yeah. A lot of times, I remember <laughs> I, I went. Me and Artiza went to support him at one event he had, and I walked in and I was like, all these little shorts on these girls, I wouldn't let my daughter play volleyball. But this is a man you can trust if you want somebody, you know, your kids to play. You know, he makes them put their pants on after the game. Very good. You know what I'm saying? That's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is. Also follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, Listen Notes, and more. If you would like to be a guest on the show or you would like us to answer your questions from our perspective, be sure to email us at info at or call and leave us a message at 469 351 
9681 and we'll be sure to answer the question on the next episode last but not least be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on we don't care if it's a good review we don't care if it's a bad review we just want to hear from you and as i always say man inhale courage to excel success or if you're feeling real brody one day you just ride your own dick sometime (laughs) we got this bitch we'll see y'all next week up next we got georgia the foreman the uh daughter the first daughter of uh, the former heavyweight champion George Foreman coming up next and uh, this is the Reality is Podcast we'll check you out next yeah. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.